Welcome to the Finishing Well podcast, where we encourage seasoned believers to find meaningful ways to impact their world for the kingdom of God. Whether you're 65 and up or not quite there yet, everyone can begin preparing to finish well. Now, here's your host, Randy Hess, with the founder of Finishing Well Ministries, Hal Habecker. Greetings, everyone. My name is Hal Habecker, and I'm here with Randy Hess on the Finishing Well podcast. We engage various topics that are related, really core topics to help us finish well, to live our lives well for the Lord Jesus Christ. You never stop following Jesus. You never stop growing spiritually. All of those things are very intentional. And our our challenge is that in our culture, retirement kind of means a plateau or you're finished or now is your time to do whatever you've wanted. You know, as a Christian, that's not true. Uh, God calls me to follow him every day of my life and to take up my cross, uh, deny myself and follow him, whatever that means for you. And we're constantly growing. So we want to challenge our lives change, our energy levels change. Our issues change, but we want to follow Christ intentionally using everything that he has entrusted to us in our past because he has ordained all of that to come to bear on who we are now at this moment to keep finishing well. So that's our challenge. Uh, Randy, anything you'd like to add to that? I mean, it summarizes. I agree 100%. I agree 100%. And hi, Al. Good to be with you again in this podcast. and, and. you know, I think we're going to have some interesting discussions to, here today. Okay, let's launch in. The, the theme of this podcast is, um, let me just say it, top end, Finishing Well Ministries needs leaders out there to help us with the message we're trying to give away. This message is on our podcast. It's on everything we write. It's on our publications. It's on our resources, the seven essentials. Our focus is to encourage and help others to finish well and live these years to the best. In a sense, what Finishing Well Ministries seeks are evangelists. You know, what's an evangelist? He's a person who spreads the good news. Our good news is that God isn't finished with us. These are our best years, and they really are. Even go back to listen and review the other podcasts. I think God has placed these years strategically in our lives. And if we're here, he has you and me here, men and women, dads, mothers, grandparents, uh, and great-grandparents to do a ministry for him that goes right up to the very end of our lives. So we're looking for people to who embrace that message and be leaders catch the vision of who God is to them, what he wants us to do in our latter years, and bring others with us. So we want to talk about that for uh, a minute. That's that's our vision for leadership, people who are influencers. In fact, let me throw some other terms out there. When I think of leaders, leaders come in all shapes and sizes. I remember one of the favorite cartoons I ever heard about leadership was have this cartoon. He's of a leader out there, and he's asking somebody, uh, which way did they go? How many were there? How fast were they going? What direction were they going in? I must find them because I'm their leader. (laughs) It makes me laugh. But leaders are people who follow Christ. I mean, and and these things are true of all of us in some ways. People watch Mm -hmm. you as you follow Christ. You're a disciple maker. All of us ought to be making disciples. 
All of us are difference makers. Be not conformed to this world, as Paul says in Romans 12. We want to influence others. We want to be initiators of what God is doing. We want to be guides for others. And in fact, we'll be mentors. All of these things fulfill a leadership quality of what God calls us to be. So we're looking for people in churches, in small groups. We're looking for individuals who catch the vision. And we want to talk about that in this podcast. So, Randy, anything you want to add to that as we jump into some specifics? No, I'm looking forward to hearing a little bit more about it and about your thinking on it, how we've talked uh, quite a bit about this topic. And uh, so I look forward to to discussing it a little in a in a little bit more depth. You know, uh, I I I feel it's a, a value for our listeners out there to understand uh, how they can, uh, because we've encouraged them to know that they have a, that they have the Lord has provided a plan for them for their for their aging years. They may not always recognize or have witnessed or have heard or have sensed that plan yet, but it's there. And just knowing that God has a plan for me, and part of that plan is that I am still of value, great value, to him. And by that value, bringing value to other people around me, getting out of myself, looking around, and just witnessing or seeing or observing that there are people around me that maybe I am influencing and don't even know it, are people I can influence with just a very little bit of effort on my part, effort being following what the Lord is put on my heart, using my gifts, using my capabilities, using what God has given me. And, and Randy, what? Pursuing that how would be that we just apply a little bit more of that to our thinking and being open to seeing around us opportunities to do that. That's all I'm saying is there are opportunities there that the Lord will put in front of us. We call it God's playing field, but they are going to be there. That's all I'm saying. And all I want to say in inviting people to join us, we need people to get out of the stands and on the playing field. This is basic spirituality. God wants to use me to make a difference in others. Acts 1.8, to be a witness in Jerusalem, Judea and Samaria, and to the other, othermost part of the world, and how to figure that out. So on a personal level, that's the basic level. Do you have a gr- growing sense of why you're here and what God wants you to do in you, in your marriage, in your family, in your grandkids, in your friends, in your church? You know, the lament I hear about church is that the church doesn't value the seniors amongst them. They sit in the back pew. They don't have, they're not being called on. They're not being uh, listened to. You know, like Acts 2.17, your old men will dream dreams. You know, who yeah. who seeks out the dreams that older people right. have for the church? Right. So, you know, so you have that personally. And that's what we're trying to incite in people. 
to stir up the vision that God has for them. What does it mean? What does it mean with respect to what you've done in life, your skills? And then the, the, the next thing would be, it's a relational impact. Can you express, can you bring others along with you in that vision? Hebrews 10, 24. Let's provoke each other. Let's encourage each other to love and good deeds. So what is God's role in your life to help other seniors around you to stir up in them what God is stirring up in you? And he works different paces and I mean, at a different pace in various lives. So I'm not wanting to tell other people you have to be like me, but I want to send an example and I want to encourage them to become the people God wants them to be. That may be taking them through the seven essentials, which, you know, finishing well ministries is really built on a sense of how we keep living well and growing well. Uh, But I want to influence others in this process. I want to help the church grow. And so that's the kind of thing we're inviting people into. Who is going to spread that message in your local community, in your Bible study, in your Sunday school, in your church, et cetera, et cetera? Does that make a difference? Well, Hal, I might just add to what you've just said, though, that, you know, um, a pastor in uh, my current church has has acquainted us with the idea that, you know, we each, not just one person, we each have a garden. To cultivate, not just the pastor, not just on Sunday. You know, once a week I come and listen to garden stories that are woe that my pastor weaves, and it makes a big impact on me. And I smile all week. I'm good. That's that's a fix I got, and I, I I go out and do my thing in life, or forget about it, or play more golf, or go on cruises, or whatever I do with my life but I forget about it. And what maybe that, so the pastor I'm talking about, Bill says, folks, I hate to break it to you, but you each have a garden that the Lord has provided. And if you're neglecting that garden, it's not growing anything. You got to tell it. You have to pay attention to it. You have to recognize it's there for one thing. And so that I think we are, all we're doing, Hal, is we have been trying, and you have been doing a superb job of saying, there's, there are many ways to skin this cat. Uh, uh, you know, whether we use a garden uh, approach to it, analogy or not, there are many different ways to attack it and to say, I'm going to do something that's on my heart that the Lord has given me. It probably is part of my plan. I'm not sure of it, maybe, but I'm. But it's. But it's on my heart, and I'm going to do something about it. And that is, it might be my family that I need to work on too. But we want people to recognize that if you have that burden on your heart, there are ways for you to carry the message on to other people who need to hear it just as much as you do. And if you are so inclined to do that. If you feel that you can communicate to a group of people, or at least to several others, uh, the message that you too are worth something, you have uh, ways of uh, of using that worth. Uh, the pillars that we we offer that you have put together, Hal, seven essentials for finishing well. 
and talking about those pillars with other people, having them talk about them in groups, small groups, in your house, in your church, in your Bible study, wherever. You can do that, folks. You can do it. Your, your background is there already to be credible in doing that. And, and just let God lead you in it. That's all we're asking. Take it forward. Go ahead and do the step out. And God will, the Holy Spirit will help you with it and will, 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 will hearten you, will empower you, will give you the, the sense of security you need to just be that person who coordinates maybe, who facilitates and who brings the message. And it can be in your words. It doesn't have to be in anybody else's words, but yours. Randy, I'm going to, I'm going to give a couple illustrations of people who have done this. And then I want to walk back and just talk about some specifics as well. There is a gal in a town, a city that I know of. She leads a Bible study in her home. She actually doesn't lead it. She facilitates it. She holds, she hosts it. And there's some leaders in her church who actually lead the Bible study. She was at a place where I made a presentation of the seven essentials. No, she wasn't. A friend of hers was who was in that Bible study. So she says to Rosemary, Rosemary, we should do these seven essentials and discover what God has for us as an aging group. They were in a Lutheran church here in Dallas. So she calls me and she is trained, brought up to speed in what we're doing. And they go and they spend two whole entire months over the summer working on understanding what God has for them in their aging years. I just thought it was great. There are a number of people who are staff people in churches. There's a 79-year-old person in Florida right now who wants to teach this ministry in his church, and he wants to take it to Florida and you know, being a traveling show, you might say, you know, introducing other churches and pastors to what we're doing. Because in most cases, older people are not being addressed by the staff of the church or by the leadership as to what God has for them in their 18 years. So this message kind of resonates with them. Uh, there's There's a person in Iowa City who wants to have a conference on aging in his church because of this. There's a couple I know outside of Atlanta, Georgia. They have a home Bible study. They're not any, they don't have any staff positions, but they have a home Bible study in their church and they have taught the seven essentials. And this process unleashes a whole bunch of opportunities for people to grow. We have a counselor from New Jersey who, and I don't know how God opens the doors for these people, but we find each other and on during COVID, she led a Zoom session with a great number of people in her counseling practice through the seven essentials and what it means to continue to grow and grapple with your issues as you age. And, you know, I could go on and on and on, but the illustrations are there of people who catch a vision for the impact God wants them to experience personally. And then how they can do that with others. And I think as a churchman, you know, I've been a pastor all my life. There are over 300,000 churches in America. And I sit here and think if there were one person in every church who had a vision for the aging community, 
of that church think of what the impact might be. So that's what we're seeking, Randy. We want to seek people out there who resonate with this message. God is preparing you. He's working in your heart. You hear it, and we want you to be involved with us, and we'll help you in every kind of way. Does that make it? Does that make sense, Randy? Yeah, it does, Hal. And I, I'm just with you. I, I encourage your listeners, our listeners, your followers. You have so many out there who have met you, who have heard you personally, or have kind of joined you in one of the Zoom many Zoom calls that you do. Uh, explain the seven essentials. Uh, who are now looking for ways, right now, looking for ways to uh, fulfill the plan that they know the Lord has for them. Yes. And, and, are, and those people who just happen to be plugged in somewhere, uh, let's just talk about that crowd, who, who are plugged in somewhere in a church uh, and, and, and know exactly what we are talking about when we say that the seniors are this, uh, this very large body out there who are somewhat neglected, somewhat, it's not that they aren't loved, but they are not uh, at the forefront of that church's uh, 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 focus and direction. You can make a difference with those people in your church, as Hal is saying. You can make that difference. It doesn't have to be, hey, I'm going to start a new leadership program here, and I'm going to be at the head of that parade. No, we're just saying you, you gently and, and with great, uh, with lots of prayer and with lots of counsel, and with lots of teamwork, ask for time to get in front of a few people in the senior group and ask them to join you in going through the seven essentials, maybe, maybe weekly, maybe biweekly. Maybe monthly. We we have no preordained or pre prescribed approach. Do what is seems works for you, but start the process, and you'll find that you have many people who are resonating and interested in talking about this these subjects that are in the seven essentials, big big subjects, good subjects, with you and with others in that group. You'll have fun with it. In my opinion, Al, lots of fun. We've seen that over and over and over. People love to talk about it. Yes, they love to bring up all kinds of things in the groups. But, uh, but the fact that the, 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 the emphasis is on things that might be relevant to them, might be something they have felt many times over in their past, but it just had to give up or, or pass by. Those things are now on the table for them to talk about. It brings a great amount of joy to you. It doesn't make you a bigger person, more important person. That's not our goal, is to make you a superstar. We're trying to just say that you can be a facilitator to help other people reach what God wants for, for them as well as you. And uh, they will, you will find joy in doing that. Let me tick off a quick list of things that uh, if you're listening there, uh, first of all, this is about you. 
you, you don't need any special degrees. You don't need a special position. You don't need to be a staff member. But I'm interested, we're interested, if God is resonating this message in your heart, we want to spur that on. Uh, I want you to learn the seven essentials. You can look at our videos on our website. I want you to talk about the idea with others around you, in your church, in a small group, in a Sunday school class. Just this past week, Randy, a friend, not a friend, somebody I don't know, called me or sent me an email and said, "How I want to do this in a Sunday school format, in an hour format. Can you help me develop a plan? Uh, We're here to help you develop a plan. Think through the issues. We'll give you guidance. Uh, We'll contact, I mean, we'll help, we'll support you. In the the meantime, as this takes root and emerges in your own life, and like you said, that garden as it begins to grow, talk about it with your church's leadership. Let them know that you have a passion for this. They may jump in and they may want to add the seven essentials or finishing well ministry to the curriculum your church is using with older people and seniors. And then I would say launch and learn. I mean, do it. I mean, <laughs> it's like anything else. You, you Practice helps you develop a mindset. You may want to lead a group through the seven essentials and you say, gee, I learned a whole lot. I'd do this a whole lot better the second time. We have a friend here in Frisco, Texas. He's probably done this four or five years, led eight, nine, 10 groups through this. He continues to learn. So then I would say launch and learn and keep learning for the rest of your life. And that's what we're all doing. We're aging through this process called life, learning the skills and uh, dependence upon God, as we talked about humility. And these are the kinds of things that make a difference in our aging years, I think, in a marvelous way. Amen. Amen, Al. So can I summarize this then, Randy? We need you, if God is nudging you in your heart, and if you're resonating with this message, and if you feel, golly, I, I could make a difference like that. I want to make a difference like that. I want to be a leader. I want to be an initiator. I want to stir up my peers in thinking about the issues of our aging years that God would use them in a powerful way. And like Robert Browning would say, then the be- the, the best is yet to come because we're maximizing all that he has. It doesn't mean these years are romanticized glory. It just means that they're as real as they ever can get in life because God leads us. And we would love to help you. We'd love to encourage you. So send me an email, hal at finishingwellministries.org or randy at finishingwellministries.org. And and we want to help you engage this process and make a difference for God. And it's not about finishing well. It's about it's about the lordship of Jesus using us to spread the message that his life in us is as real in these aging years as it's ever been and even more so. Hey, you know, a friend of mine has made a statement. It goes something like this. God has planned all your past experiences and has given you everything that you have experienced and are now to put you in the best platform for the rest of your life. And I just mm-hmm. think that's a marvelous insight. And that's what mm-hmm. we're after. And that's what we want to do. Good. Well, job. thanks, Randy. You, you've yep. been that for me personally. Uh, you know, our friendship has made a huge difference in my life. And we get to share that on our podcast. So pray for us, uh, support us yep. financially. I mean, it takes resources. 
We're working on a new book right now uh, mm -hmm. to put out there to encourage people, to help people think about these issues. And, and by the way, let me close with this. I have a good friend, Robert Wagamuth, who's just written a new book called Finish Line. You'll hear about that in our emails. Uh, there are great resources out there to help us think and prepare for these years. And may God bless you and us together as we press on and live and finish these years well for the glory of Christ. May God bless us and encourage us through this process. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Finishing Well podcast. We hope you're encouraged by today's conversation to continue living out your God-given purpose. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can find us at finishingwellministries.org slash podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Finishing Well Ministries. We'll see you next time.